Welcome back to the Rockcast, everybody. Brought to you by Onyx Hunt Maps and partnered with Black Rifle Coffee Company. Um, we're, it is February 8th, and so we're going to kick through another episode of Tipsy Tuesday. So first thing, the film contest. The last couple years we've had a film contest, and we're going to do it again this year, but I have extended it until May. The deadline is May 1st, and we have completely opened it up to all seasons um, and all years for films. You can enter two per person. Um, so yeah, we just wanted to open it up and get a lot more films in and just get a lot more entries. So that is completely opened up working on, uh, still working on the prizes, but we've got Onyx maps in for an elite membership for the top three. So there's going to be prizes for the top three. Um, on Onyx is going to give you an elite membership for, um, all three of those, but, uh, I'm working on the, uh, the top two prizes now. So I'll keep that updated as it, get clo- as it gets closer. So, um, latest episodes we've got this last weekend, I kicked out a podcast on backpacks and it is part of the gear series, probably be like a four or five part series where basically just go through like the categories of hunting gear and just talk about them. Like what's, what's important to invest in up front, what's maybe not so important to invest in, things to think about, things like that. And then we had uh, Dan Brannigan on talking about uh, his book. It's called So You Want to Hunt the West for Mule Deer, Now What? It's basically a, like a comprehensive guide to hunting mule deer. So go drop down and listen to that podcast. Um, new rock slide articles. We have Justin Crosley just did a Hoffman pack boot review. It is the time of year for pack boots for sure. So check that out. And then we have a review on the Kuyu, uh, Ooh, Kenyai, Kenai jacket, Kenai jacket. Pretty sure. Um, and then we've got uh, Les Welch with Matthews V3X review, the new bow that they've got out. And then Zach Harold reviewed the Lathrop and & Sons Encompass boot. So that is up. He also uh, reviewed that boot as a video. That's on the Rockslide YouTube channel. Some new products that I've seen come out. The biggest one is uh, from a sponsor, Argali. They have two new shelters. They have a four-season in and in a or a shoot a four-person and a two-person, and uh, the two-person anyway can have a floor or can be a floorless and use with a stove. So those are interesting. Go check them out. And then over on the Rock Slide YouTube, we also talked with last week. We talked with Tony Treach about a new film that he has coming out with his buddy Blake and it is up on the Rockside YouTube right now. It's called In Plain Sight and they are decoying for deer in the on the plains. So check that out. And then another uh, video that's up that's uh, very gear oriented is Dione put one up about refilling fuel canisters. So your little backpacking fuel canisters, your small ones especially, it seems like, you know, it's... You've used it on a trip and it's pretty low, so you think it's too low to take on the next trip. So then you just end up with a bunch of little canisters um, that have a little bit of fuel in them. And this last year, it was really difficult to find some of those smaller canisters, but the bigger ones you could find. So he's basically using bigger canisters to refuel the smaller ones. So there's a, a video up on that. Okay, uh, now 
on to hot news. So the corner crossing case in Wyoming, um, the attorneys for the four guys, uh, they have moved to dismiss the charges brought against them, which is trespassing. Um, they it says they avoided entering into or intruding upon any part of the private sections of land at the corner that they crossed because they crossed with a they crossed with a ladder. So they're basically saying that they never intruded upon the the landowner's space. And then they also say that federal law prohibits any person or group of persons from preventing um, Mr. Yemens, which is one of the guys um, that they're from Missouri. There was four of them from Missouri and they were in Wyoming and they were doing this corner hopping deal. Um, and his friends or others from freely passing through public lands. So I'll go through that again. Federal law prohibits any person or group of persons from preventing him and his friends or others from freely passing through public lands. Um, and then it says that the state's application of trespass law actually conflicts with federal laws. So now it's getting it's getting crazy. And there was actually a while back, I do not remember what it's called, but on the Meat Eater podcast, they had um, a few attorneys on, at least one attorney. They had like two or three guys on that were talking about this problem specifically. And they went into it in a lot of detail and actually went into like what would have to happen with this case to actually set a precedent for corner crossing. And they also made the point that this could go the other direction too. So it's not like if they won that the president precedent could be set for like everybody gets to corner cross. It could also go the other direction and be like, no, we're, this isn't a gray area anymore. We're making it black and white. You cannot corner cross. So I thought that was a, that was a really good podcast to go listen to, but yeah, we'll, I guess we'll just all sit back and try to see what, what comes out of the, uh, the corner crossing case in Wyoming. Um, down in Colorado. So last time we did a tipsy, I talked about um, Howl for Wildlife and what they're doing to make it easier to like keep up with some of these bills that are coming through, like mostly anti-hunting bills. Um, so in Colorado, there was a Senate bill. It was 22-031 that it was trying to ban hunting and trapping of mountain lions and bobcats. It was also for lynx, but it said it was already illegal in Colorado for lynx. So um, it would have banned those things and that was defeated. So that did not go through. So hunting and, and um, trapping is still legal for mountain lions and bobcats in Colorado, which is pretty much a big thing. They had a lot of, they had a lot of weight behind that, uh, the bill going in. Um, also in Colorado, the earlier this year in September, there was a, a muzzle, I called it a muzzleloader archery hunter shooting. So there was a muzzleloader hunter that was hunting elk during the muzzleloader season. The archery season overlaps with that muzzleloader season. There was an archery hunter. Seems like he was raking a tree and calling. And the, uh, the muzzleloader guy said he saw white and he just shot into the trees. Um, killed the archery hunter. So that was a, a big deal back in September. And so the man that 
shot the guy is from Pennsylvania, and he has been charged with manslaughter and hunting in a careless manner. And he has been, uh, he is home out on bail, and the trial has been set for May 16th, and his defense attorney um, has entered a non-guilty plea for him. So um, that incident um, proposed like a big Hunter Orange proposal, uh, rule proposal, I should say. So this is a big deal. I talked about it a few, oh boy, it's been almost a couple months ago now. Um, But they wanted to basically make you wear, make archery hunters wear Hunter Orange when the seasons overlapped. And just by basically a bunch of the public obviously was not for that by the majority and the wildlife commission uh, shot it down 11 to zero in a vote. So, uh, archery hunters do not have to wear hunter orange. Um, but it's definitely was like an avoidable situation, right? Like pay attention to the fundamental and very foundational rules of safety and know what you're shooting at without a shadow of a doubt. Don't just see white and and shoot and especially I mean that tag there is a there's a restriction there's an uh, antler there's a point restriction so um, he needed to make sure that that thing was like a four point branched antlered bull and um, he just saw white and shot so it's not it's not good um, and so a practice that I just want to kick in that I find like highly unnecessary. Um, and I've, I've been around some folks that do it is like, even if you're at a trailhead and you're a long ways away from where you'll, you'll probably be shooting anything or like loading, like putting a round in the chamber when we're at the vehicle and leaving and just putting it on safety and saying like, well, it's on safety. It just, uh, makes me nervous as hell. And I think that a round should always stay out of the chamber until you're like, you know, either sitting somewhere where you think a deer could be walking through and you're not moving, or if you're like got your, you have your rifle in your hands and you're very in control of, um, of what is happening, but just like throwing a round in and then putting your, your, uh, rifle on your pack or just slinging it over your shoulder. Like, I don't know. To me, that is a little bit of an opinion thing, but yeah, to me, that is not the, probably not the best practice to get into, but that's just me. Um, but just, you know, rifle safety is super important. Uh, in Utah last week, there was a woman that died by an accidental discharge in a side-by-side. So they were elk hunting, sounded like, and the rifle accidentally went off and it hit her in the pelvis and it killed her. So it can happen, and obviously when you least expect it. <clears throat> so keep your head on a swivel and always know if there's a round in that thing or not. And especially don't point it at people. It shouldn't be pointed at. So, okay. All right, important dates. So today is February 8th, and it is also the application deadline in Arizona for elk and antelope. Um, Oregon black bear application is going to be due in a couple days on the 10th. And then on the 15th, the Idaho bear application is going to be due. And then on the 23rd, the Utah bear application is going to be due. Speaking of Utah, the Western hunt expo is going on at the salt palace this weekend. 
We're going to be down there for a couple days hanging out, doing some podcasts, talking to some companies, hopefully about their new um, things they've got new coming out and things that they have new that have come out already. So those episodes will be coming up soon too. Um, so for the hot minute, a lot of people talk about like the two most important things to spend your money on as far as gear goes. Typically those are like footwear, backpacks, and optics. I think depending on what you're doing, like optics can kind of slide depending on what you're trying to do, but like footwear and backpacks just from like a function perspective, super important. Um, I think footwear is above backpacks on that just because you could have like the coolest backpack ever and the most comfortable. And if your feet are hurting, like you're not even going to be able to use the backpack. So finding a good pair of, uh, good pair of boots is, is super important. Um, and then of course backpacks is too, but people we've beat that to death for sure. But I wanted to talk about a couple of places you can skimp on. So the first one is kind of obvious. Um, I think like backpacking gear and in, in a sleep system, you know, when you're talking about purchasing like shelter of some kind, a tent or a floorless shelter. Um, and then you talk about like a sleeping pad and a good sleeping bag. Um, and then you've got to, you know, have like a backpacking stove, which I think having a backpacking stove, I mean, you can really get into one for like miss 80 bucks, probably, um, even less if you do like a MSR pocket rocket with a, you know, a little, a small cheap cup of some kind that can have heat applied to the bottom of it that can sit on top of a burner and not melt or something. Um, you know, something like that is really nice. And especially for the later season, being able to just eat during the middle of the day, something hot's nice, but I digress. Um, but just like a tent, a sleeping bag and a sleeping pad, like if you do it right with those three things, like good Lord, you're, you know, you're into it a couple thousand probably. Um, but you could just skip that altogether and just say, I'm either going to hike in and out of the area I want to be in, or I'm just going to hunt a little bit closer to the road and just make, you know, get up earlier, put a little more effort in, just get up earlier, have to hike longer and then have to, you know, hike out in the dark longer. Um, and, you know, that's just a little bit of the sacrifice you'd have to, you'd have to give up if it was an area you wanted to backpack into, but that would really save you like, you know, a thousand to 2000, I would say right around the 1500 mark. Um, it would save you like right off the top and you might start doing that and realize that you didn't even want a backpack. So that's the first thing that I would say, if you're just getting into it, just skimp on that and, um, don't try to do a seven day backpack elk hunt on your first trip out. It sounds awful. Um, and then next thing that is kind of like one category that I would say you could skip on, but I added a couple more things in, um, knives. I think that you can skimp on knives, like, especially if you like carry a sharpener with you or something. I mean, if you're looking at a good fixed blade knife, you're in it. Like that's like a couple hundred dollar deal. Um, or you could go get like a, uh, an outdoor edge replaceable blade knife. I don't really know what those run nowadays, but, um, you probably have a knife already and it's probably going to work fine. So I would just use that for the meantime. And then 
as you get to a spot where maybe everything else is tricked out or you really want to upgrade, you know, you can go to some of the like more ultralight, like really good knives that are available. But for the most part, like, you know, if you're just going to be uh, skinning or even gutting just a deer, like it doesn't take that much of a knife to do that. So that's something to think about. And then the next thing I would say is trekking poles. This kind of goes into the backpacking gear, but a lot of people use trekking poles just when they're day hunting, including me. They're nice. Um, like that's something you could probably skimp on though. Um, you don't really need them. They're nice to have, especially when it's like slick and maybe you're going downhill with a lot of weight on, but, um, that's something you can kind of skip on, but it's nice to have, but you can kind of skip on it. So, uh, something to think about there. I, yeah, I don't know. Everybody always talks about like footwear and backpacks, the best things to buy, but nobody really talks about what to skimp on. So that's kind of my opinion there. Um, Onyx tip of the week. Gosh, I would say just nowadays, um, just trying to hit it hard with like on 3D especially and just trying to drop a whole bunch of pins for where you can start scouting in the summer. That's basically what I'm doing right now. I'm going into some areas I've been into a lot and just trying to expand a little bit and uh, figure out the new areas I want to go scout, just dropping pins and... Um, yeah, trying to figure that out. So that is really nice just as a, like a marker in your brain to just be able to mark stuff down and then kind of move on to the next thing and figure out another area. And then when you get into the area to, to scout, then you already have all these pins and you can filter through them. And of course, when you get closer to the, the scouting date, you can thin them down a little bit and organize them a little better. But right now I'm just trying to drop pins and be like, yeah, it looks kind of deery, like that looks like it could be a water tank, um, things like that. So, um, Onyx is a, is a great tool. No, uh, no denying that. So you can use code rockcast at checkout for 20% off. If you go through the Onyx maps website to get your membership. So onyxmaps.com forward slash hunt and use code rockcast for 20% off. And then Black Rifle Coffee, you can use code rockslide for 20% off. That is a uh, one-time use per customer code but you can use that on like just a big order from the store or you can use that on like your first subscription so that wraps up tipsy tuesday upcoming episodes of the gear series episodes will be coming out here um in the next few weeks and then the western hunter episodes that we record just with whoever at the show um we have some scheduled we're going to talk to Argali about their new stuff. Um, we're going to get uh, an update from Kefaru. We're going to talk to Matt from XLR, uh, just about rifles and things in general. And yeah, there's a few more coming up. Outdoorsman's, some really kick-ass coming from Outdoorsman's. I'm super excited to go see it and see them and talk to them about it. Um, yeah, and then we're going to talk to Crispy Boots about some of their uh, new offerings and then like 2.0 offerings that they've upgraded. So that's what we've got. And we'll talk to you guys in a couple of weeks.